for today. It says, urinary incontinence heals. There is a woman who has testified about the healing power of Jesus Christ in her life. She called the man of God for prayer on Sunday so that he could pray for her grandson. The man of God insisted on praying for her as well, even though she didn't have a specific prayer request. The heat was all over her body as she received prayer. She testified to the man of God today that she was unable to hold urine and was mess on the floor upon arrival to the toilet. It has been two days after receiving prayer and she has not messed on herself and is able to hold her, her urine. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And the word of God for today, we will read from the book from the book of Acts, Acts chapter 1, starting from verse 5 NIV, it says, For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Verse 8, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? The same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. I will also read, read Acts chapter 2, starting from verse 1. In every version it says, When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place, Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Wherever you are, you are welcome. In the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Right now we are about to go to the word of God of tonight. And uh, the word of God is about to touch our life in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, we're going to read the word of God Allow me to say tonight from the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse number 5. The Bible said that for John the Baptist, John baptized with water, but in few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And verse number 8 says that, but you will receive the power. 
when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Okay, first of all, what I want to tell you about is that when we hear about the book of Acts, this is the Acts, it's written that this is, uh, you know, in many other languages, it's written that this is the act of the Holy Spirit. No, Acts of the Apostle, but in essence, this is the act of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. This book is talking about, most of it is talking about the acts of the Holy Spirit. You know, even if you look very closely in Acts chapter 1 verse number 2, you hear, you hear that until that day he was taken up to heaven after giving the instruction through the Holy Spirit. To the apostle he have chosen, even Jesus Christ, after death, after his resurrection. The Bible said that he gave instruction to the apostle. Through what? Through the Holy Spirit. After that, we are hearing also saying that, you know, John baptized with water. But this time, I'm about to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. You are about to be... What was promised before, it was just about to be fulfilled. And what was promised before, from the beginning of the ministry of Jesus Christ, is that Jesus Christ will baptize people with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. That's what the Bible says that in the book of Matthew chapter 3. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 3 from verse number 11. I baptize you with water for repentance. But after me comes the one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. The one who was saying this, it was John. John the Baptist. John the Baptist, by this time, he was baptizing people in the river Jordan in water. And this was the assignment that was given to John the Baptist. That all John the Baptist go and baptize people with water. And the part of an assignment of John was to identify the Messiah. The Messiah I'm talking about is Jesus Christ. As a part of his assignment, John was told that as you are baptizing people, as you are baptizing people, one day you will, you will see a man. This man, when you baptize him, the Holy Spirit will come to him like a dove. And to him, it will not go. It will come to him like a dove. It will dwell upon him. Know that that one is the one that I was sending you. 
to go and identify with that act. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And the Bible says that this day came. John was busy. As he was busy baptizing people in water, he saw Jesus Christ come. Before he even saw Jesus Christ coming, he talked about it. That I'm baptizing with water. But after me is coming somebody who is going to baptize people in the Holy Spirit and in fire. With the Holy Ghost and what? And with fire. With the Holy Ghost. And with what? With fire. That means John was the baptizer. But who used to baptize with what? With water. Jesus Christ is another baptizer. Who baptizes with what? With the Holy Spirit and fire. Hey, let me tell you this. John's river is the river of water. Are you what I'm saying? That he was baptizing people in the river of water. Hey, but the river of Jesus Christ is a different. The river of Jesus Christ is the river of the Holy Ghost. And he baptizes people with the what? With the Holy Ghost and what? And with fire. With power. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Meaning that somebody, if they were coming from the John's baptism, they will come out with wet. Are you getting what I'm saying? They will come out what? Wet of water. Because they were being baptized in water. But in the baptism of of Jesus Christ, oh, when you come from that baptism of Jesus Christ, you come out hot and you come out with fire. Hallelujah. You don't come out, hey, you know, when you are coming from the river, you, you feel that coldness. That's when somebody is coming from what? From the baptism of John. But when you come from the baptism of Jesus, you come out hot. And you come out with fire. And you come out bold. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. If you go further, you will realize that exactly what happened in the upper room. After when Jesus Christ saw them, Acts chapter 1 verse number 8, he told them, he said that, he said that very soon, I will be, you will be baptized by what? By the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. But you will receive the, the power. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. This was Jesus Christ telling his disciples. So you will receive the power. You will receive the anointing. You will receive the fire. Hey, are you getting what I'm saying? These were the men and who, these were the men who were baptized already in, in the water. Now they were about to be baptized where? With the Holy Spirit and fire. Hey! Say hey! 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 hey. Hallelujah! Amen! 
Let me tell you something. When John was baptizing, you know, with water, he was a natural man. Like many people today, they baptize Christians with what? In water. In which, like, it's necessary for all of us to be baptized where? In water. But Jesus Christ, to conduct his baptism, he had to die first and come back to life. Not only that, and first of all, he went up to heaven so that his baptism can start. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because the baptism of Jesus is not an ordinary baptism. Hey. Hey. The other baptism, I'm talking about the baptism of water. The one who baptized, he baptized when he was still a natural person. Are you what I'm saying? But this other baptism, the owner of it, for it to be conducted, he had to die first. He died first. After dying, the Bible said that he came back to life. Once he came back to life, after 40 days, he was taken up to heaven. Hey, hallelujah. The Bible said that before he was taken to heaven, when he was talking about these things, the disciples were very, very sad. Were very, very sad before he died. And say, hey, you are master, you are about to leave. And Jesus said that for the Holy Spirit to come, I have to die. He has to die. And he had to first do what? To go to heaven in order for what he talked about to be what? To be fulfilled. Because one thing that you must always remember is that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of who? Of Jesus Christ. It's not another spirit. It's the Spirit of Jesus. That's why the owner have to die, resurrect from the dead, went to heaven for his Spirit to come unto all. Hallelujah. And Jesus said that, but you will receive the power. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and to the ends of the earth, you will receive the power. On the other side, in the other, in the other book, we are hearing that he said that the one who comes after me will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and what? And fire. Hey, say fire. Fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit, first of all, is a person. Are you what I'm saying? Amen. It's a person. That's why in the book of John, chapter 14, we hear Jesus Christ say that, I will ask the Father, and the Father will send somebody exactly like me. Allo paraclotos. Somebody exactly like me. Somebody who is a person. Somebody who is exactly like me. Jesus Christ talking about what? The Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is a person and he has got what? Power. He has got what? The fire. 
which is what? The power of the Holy Spirit. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. This means when that Holy Spirit comes on you, he comes on you with power. He comes and catapult you. He comes and change you from being an ordinary Christian to become a supernatural Christian. Tonight, can you say, I am not ordinary. I am not ordinary. I have received the Holy Spirit. I I have received the fire of the Holy Spirit. When you have received the Holy Ghost and you have received the fire, you become the person of boldness. Hallelujah. You don't come out wet and shaking like you are coming from the rivers of water. No, this time you are coming from the river of the Spirit of God. This time you are coming from the river of fire. You are fireized. When you are baptized of what? Of the Holy Spirit. You know, when I grow up, you know, when I grow up, I used to be so scared I used to be so scared. One of the things that I used to be so scared was the power of witchcraft. Because where I'm from, witchcraft is real as it is in every way in the world. In such a way that every night I sleep at that time, I used to switch on the light. I used to be a fearful person. I will switch on the light during the night. Even though I used to be a person who used to lift and stuff like that. But during the night, because I used to know the power of witchcraft of, of that place, I used to be so scared. But the time that I was baptized with fire, when I was baptized with the power of the Holy Ghost, I fear no demon, I fear no tokoloshes, I fear no witch, I was fireized. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I was powerized after that. I was so bold. I was going after witches. And I'm saying, where is the next witch? Even today, I'm still looking for witches so that I can lead them to Christ. No more fear in my life. Because now I am baptized of what? Of the Holy Ghost. I am baptized of the Holy Spirit. One of the things that I want you to know and I want you to remember is that the Holy Spirit is God. We have got God the Father. We have got God the Son. We have got God the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! Then when we have got God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, now when you are actually getting baptized of the Holy Spirit, it's like God coming and begin to do what? To live inside of you. Hey, are you getting that one? It's like God is doing what? It's coming to live inside of you. To be part of you forever. Not being part of you for a season. Not being part of you for a certain time. But being part of you for how long? Forever. Imagine. That's what the Bible said in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse number 16. Don't you know that you yourself are God's temple? 
and that God's Spirit lives among you. Hallelujah. God's Spirit lives in you. Imagine now. God is living in you. Wow. Can you say that I'm the temple of the Holy Spirit? God lives in me. God lives in me. I fear nothing. I fear nothing. I am untouchable. I am unstoppable. I am unstoppable. In the name of Jesus. Then how can you ever fear anything when God is living in you? How can you fear anything? No, listen to me now. When you are God, you are, when you are not meeting your God on Sunday, let me tell you this, let me tell you this. I can understand if somebody said that, okay, hey, maybe that person said that he's scared because he's going to meet his God in Sunday. I could understand maybe that time does not have their God. But you are the temple. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You are the temple of God. And you have been baptized of the Holy Spirit. And you have been baptized of fire. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then how can you ever be scared? How can you ever wonder whether my prayer is going to be answered? Because you are with God. And the Bible says that in the book of Luke chapter 1, verse number 37. With God, all things are possible. And the Bible says, this may be with this, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are what? Are possible. Then you are that kind of being. You are that kind of a person when you are with God. That's why when the disciples wanted to go and preach, Hallelujah. Acts chapter 1 verse number 4. Jesus said, On one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift from my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. That means the disciples, they were excited. They were excited that the master died. The master rose up from the dead. They were like, oh, my, our master rose up from the dead. They wanted to go and proclaim. They wanted to go and preach. Jesus said, no, don't leave Jerusalem. Wait in Jerusalem. There is a promise that God has promised. The promise of the Holy Ghost. Wait until you are power empowered. Wait until you are filled of the Holy Ghost. Not only that, wait until you are full of fire. Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Fire, fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Wait until you are full of fire. Wait until you are full of power. So that when you go out there, and if anything stand before you, anything try to challenge you, you will, be, you will not be an ordinary person. 
you will be a supernatural being. You will not be an ordinary person. You will be having supernatural ability of the Holy Ghost. You won't be an ordinary person. God will be part of you. Hey! Say hey! Hey! Imagine God walking. Hey! When I say that, when imagine God is walking, if you are baptized of the Holy Spirit, if you are born again, you are that kind of example. I don't know whether you're hearing that one. You are that kind of what? Of example. Wherever you go, God is going with you. Wherever you go, Holy Ghost is going with you. The power is going with you. The anointing is going with you. Miracle working power. Hallelujah. Say miracle working power. Wonder working power. Then imagine, it's like that. When you have received what? The Holy Spirit. Then after that, don't fear any sickness. After that, don't fear any witch. After that, don't fear any demon. Don't fear anything. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Amen. Say, I fear nothing. I am full of the Holy Spirit. I am full of the power of God. Hallelujah. Say, I am, I am dangerous. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. You know, maybe before you used, to be, you used to be like me, who was so scared of witches. Hey, let me tell you this. One time when I was at the high school, I was on my standard six. When I was in my standard six, one day, Another lady at school, I was, I was given sweets by my sister. She was having a business to sell sweets. Then I went and, uh, and I was selling sweets at school. One day, I don't know what I did with the changes that day. That lady, she told me, hey, you will see it tonight. You will see it. Guess what? That night, indeed, I did not sleep. I did not sleep. I was sick the whole night. I don't know how. But I knew whatever she was saying, it was coming to pass But that night. In the morning, I begin to feel better. But when I went to school, I said, hey, that lady, she's dangerous. Because she's connected with another power of witchcraft. I used to be so scared of witches. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But when I'm raised, I've been baptized of the Holy Ghost. When I'm being baptized of fire, I fear no witch. Amen. I fear no sickness. Amen. I fear no demon. Amen. I fear no sangoma. In fact, we are leading many to Christ in the name of Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. That means when you are empowered of the Holy Ghost, when you are empowered of fire, hey, 
you are dangerous. Are you hear what I'm saying? Amen. You are dangerous. Can you say I am dangerous? I am dangerous. I am dangerous to danger. I am dangerous to sickness. I am dangerous to problems. I am not ordinary. I'm the child of the living God. Hey, are you getting that? Are you getting that one? Then imagine your God is always with you. Then when you know that your God is always with you, that's why you have no reason to fear anything. And that's why to anybody who we walk together, who is my son and daughter, don't fear any witch. Don't fear any tokolosh. Don't fear anything. How can you be with God and you fear anything? It's an insult to God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. In return, I must hear those things speaking about you. Saying, hey, so and so is giving us trouble. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. I must hear those witches complaining. I must hear Corona complaining. I must hear those witches complaining. Say, hey, 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 that one, fire, fire too much. Hallelujah. They must say that one is full of fire too much because we have been baptized with Jesus. Say, I am baptized by Jesus himself. I am full of fire. I am full of the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Then very soon as we go downwards, we'll be hearing more about the Holy Ghost. But I want to just cover these one or two things. Let's go to verse number nine. After he said this, he was taken up before them, their very eyes, and the cloud hid him from their sight. Here they are talking about Jesus Christ. After he talked to his disciples, the Bible said that he was carried by the cloud. Before their eyes, they saw Jesus Christ going up, going to heaven. You know, before that, people did not know which side is heaven. But Jesus Christ demonstrated that heaven is where? It's up. He went up there using what? Using the cloud. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why you can be assured as you believe in him, as we believe in him, as we follow him, as we walk according to his word, one day we'll go to where? To heaven. Hell is not our portion. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Heaven is our home. Why? He went to heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, let me tell you this also another reason why hell is not your portion. It's because when Jesus died, it did not mean that he did not go to hell. He went to hell. Because as he was on the cross, he was carrying the sins of the whole world. 
as he was carrying the sins of the whole world. You know, the Bible said that every sinner must die. Every sinner must go to hell as he was carrying the sins of the whole world. He was arrested and went to hell. In hell, that's where he went and beat the devil. He beat all the demons and he took the keys of hell. I don't know whether you are getting that one. He took the keys of hell. That's what the Bible says that in the book of Revelations. Hallelujah. Wow, listen to this one. This verse, it will blow your mind. It's so powerful. Revelation chapter 1, verse number 18. Jesus said that, wow. Ooh. La katrofrasha talia kosha. He said that I am the living one. I was dead. And now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and hell. I hold the keys of death and haze. Oh, nobody will ever hear who talks like this. Wow. Listen to that one. He said, I am the living one. I was dead. Not that I'm dead. I was dead because he rose from the dead. Hallelujah. Amen. He defeated death himself. That's why if you're a Christian, don't fear death. Death is small. It's, it's not even small, but it's nothing also. Amen. Jesus defeated what? Death. That's why I said that I am I was dead and now look I am alive. Forever and ever. He is not saying that I'm alive for eight years. He's not saying that I'm alive for 50 years. He's not saying I'm alive for 200 years. I am alive for what? Forevermore. Wow. Wow. Hey, that is too much. That is too much. And so that now I'm alive forever and ever. Also you, because you are following Jesus, we will live for how long? Forever and ever. We're not going to live. This is just the first portion of our life. Are you what I'm saying? Amen. But we will live for how long? Forever and ever. Why? Our master Jesus, our king, our Lord is living for how long? Forever and ever. Hey! Hallelujah! Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. And I hold the keys of death and hell. I hold the what? The keys of death. And hell. That means Jesus Christ has got power over what? Over death. Before Jesus Christ died and resurrected from the dead. The devil had a key of what? Of death. The devil had a key of what? Of hell. But now when he went down there and he beat the devil. And he beat the demons. He took the keys of what? Of death. And the keys of what? Of hell. Then now, who has got the keys? For for death and hell. It's Jesus. Hallelujah. 
That means now our boss, our master have got the keys of what? Of death. That's why, don't fear death. Death, Jesus has got the keys of what? Of death. Don't fear hell. Why? Jesus Christ has got the keys of what? Of hell. Before Jesus died, the devil was the boss of hell. But now, who's the boss? Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Wow. Say, Jesus, you are too much. Jesus, you are wonderful. I worship you. I glorify you. Hallelujah. Wow. Shakala prasota ligatoraba. Kariaskotiva zontalabahanda. Hallelujah. I was just passing through that powerful point. You know, that powerful point that I was raising, you must know them at the back of your mind. You must know them always, that Jesus Christ is the boss of everything. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Let me tell you this. Don't fear any demon. Don't fear any, even the devil. Even if one day the devil make a mistake or any witch and they appear in your house, don't be scared. Are you what I'm saying? Amen. One of the things that Jesus Christ said after when he died and he resurrected, resurrected from the death, from the dead, he said to his disciples, All the power and authority has been given to me. Matthew chapter 28, verse number 18. All the power. That means the devil does not have the power anymore. The power he has is a fake one to those who are unbelievers. But if you are a believer, oh, Jesus Christ has got what? All the power and authority in heaven and here where? On earth. I don't know whether you are getting that one. Then that means you fear nothing. Even if you can appear here, the devil says, you devil. What do you want? You, you, you know, you must not be the one who chickens out. He must be the one chickening out. Because you are a person under authority. Are you what I'm saying? Amen. Yes, he must chicken out and say, what do you want here? And you tell him, oh, if you want those useless things, get away. You devil, I bind you. Come out. And what will he do? He will come out. Because we are under the authority of the King of Kings. Hallelujah. Amen. We are under the authority of the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, let, me, let us go further. Acts chapter 1. We are wrapping up right now. This is a valuable point because I realize if I don't talk about this today, I will never talk about this maybe even unless the Holy Ghost leads us again to this path. Oh, verse number 10. They were looking intently up in the sky as they were, he was going when suddenly two men dressed in white stood between them. Oh, you see that? They were looking at Jesus Christ going up in the cloud. He was not, let me tell you this, he was not in the airplane. He was not on the helicopter. He was riding on what? 
on the cloud. Nowadays, the same airplane they, they are transmitting coronavirus, that's why they have grounded many of them. But he was riding another kind of the glorious transport. That's the transport of what? Of clouds. The Bible says he was taken from their eyes as they were looking up. And he went to heaven. As he was going to heaven, the Bible said two men, these are angels. The angels appeared and said, you men of Galilee, why are you so afraid? Why are you so worried? The same Jesus who you can see going up. One day he will come back like this. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's what the Bible is saying, verse number 11. Men of Galilee, they said, why standing here looking into the sky? The same Jesus who have been taken from, from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him going into heaven. I'm saying to you as a Christian, be happy. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Cheer up. One day Jesus Christ will come back. Whether he comes back when you are still alive, it does not matter. Whether he comes back when you have gone to the glory, it doesn't what? It doesn't matter. But the fact of the matter, the angel says that he will do what? He will come back. He will come back in the same way, meaning that he will come back in the cloud. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He won't be on the, on the private jet. No. This one will be a special one of a what? Of a cloud. The Bible says that the whole world will see him. When he come back, the whole world will see him. And he will be coming to back with those who are already in the glory. Those who are in glory, those who have passed on already. Hallelujah. Amen. He will come back with them. The dead in Christ will rise up from the dead. Those who are still alive, they will be transfigured and we will meet him into the air. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. You know, as a real Christian, you know, you must long for that day. You know, are you what I'm saying? Amen. As a Christian, you must do what? You must long for the coming back of Jesus. And you must be ready for his coming back. You must be ready for his coming back. Some of the Christians, when they hear that Jesus Christ will come back, they go like, no, he must not come back now. Why? They're not ready. A Christian, you must be always what? Ready. Ready for his coming. How do you get ready? You get ready when you get serious with your life, when you live for him, as you live a holy life, as you do everything that he wants you to do. Hallelujah. So that when he, if he can come tonight, you are ready. If he can come tomorrow, you are ready. No problem. But a Christian who is enjoying the things of this world will be saying, hey, oh, first of all, I want that job first. First of all, I want that car first. No. But we must be always what? Ready. Because there is no any other place better than heaven. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Not London. Not America. Not any way in this world is better than heaven. You can hear all. Uh, one day I was reading on the, on, the, on the social media. They're saying that even Jerusalem, this one, is locked is on the lockdown. London, even the Minister of Health was quarantined. It was uh, corona, whatever. America, we can't speak about it. 
It's worse. But I'm saying to you, there is no better place like heaven. Heaven, no coronavirus. Heaven, no demon. Heaven, no tokolosh. Heaven, no poverty. Heaven, no work. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. If you have got any best wish as a Christian, it must be that one day I want to find myself where? In heaven. And you know what I'm saying? The biggest wish of a Christian must not be, hey, I want a better car. Hey, I want a better house. No, I want to make it to where? To heaven. And all the other things will be what? Bonuses. Hallelujah. As the Bible says that in the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse number 33, seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these other things will be what? Will be given to you as well. But first of all, we want to make sure that we make it to where? To heaven. Hallelujah. Can you say, Maki, are you ready? Neighbor, are you ready? Are you ready that, are you sure that if the world can end today, you're going to go to heaven? Are you sure? How sure are you? Hallelujah. I'm saying, how sure are you that if your world can end today, if Jesus Christ can come back tonight, you're going to make it to heaven? If there is still anything that you feel like this can hinder you to go to heaven, rectify that thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? I want you to go as you are about to go and pray tonight. Oh, you're going to pray, oh God, help me to be ready. Are you what I'm saying? Help me to be ready. Help me to be sure. Every Christian must be sure of their heaven. Hallelujah. La Pocona, wherever you are, let us pray. Wherever you are, begin to pray. Kuriya bashya katorobo yandara bayande Mayandara bazondara bayando Korobo yandara bababababababababababayandorobo Yakalagadia zalagadia zo Rokuriya bababayalaba Yikarobo siyata rabayande Mayanda rabasoko torobo Pray wherever you are Yikataraba If you can wherever you are just stand up on your feet Uyunduru uyanduru Mandarabazondarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandarabayandar
that you may be ready for heaven. For that you can live that wonderful life as you are ready. If you have not received the Holy Spirit, be baptized of the Holy Ghost. Receive the fire. Receive the power of the Holy Ghost. As I cover you, cover our families, cover our everything by the blood of Jesus. By the fire of the Holy Ghost. Shukuriya makasiya katia. Kiriya tos katia lakatosa. Be baptized of the Holy Ghost. Wherever you are asked, whatever you want from the Lord, present that prayer request unto the Lord. Ask whatever you want from His glory. Ask and you shall receive, Jesus said. Ask you shall receive. Ask you shall receive. He's ready with your answers. He's ready with your blessings. Ask and you shall receive. I command every prayer request to turn into a testimony. Prayer request turn into a testimony. Let there be a solution to every problem. Let there be a solution to every problem. Let there be a solution to every challenge. Wherever you say Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost.
I command them. Come on. Ah. 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 In the name of Jesus. Wherever you are, receive every blessing. Receive every answer. Receive every victory. Ricatara Bayanda Rava 